Hi, welcome to What's the Word. I'm your host, Jamie McFadden, and I'm so excited to have you here. This podcast is about all things wellness. Each week, we will focus on a word of the day, and I interview some of the most inspirational people I know and share that inspiration with you. Join me. Let's learn together on What's the Word. This is the place where I Hi, welcome to What's the Word. I'm your host, Jamie McFadden. This podcast is about all things wellness. Each week, we focus on a word of the day and give some tips on how you can utilize that word to help change your life for the better. To kick it off today, our word is resilience, which is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and toughness. I am so thrilled to have our guest on today. She is one of the most incredible mama bears, one of the most inspirational humans I actually have the ability of knowing. She's a yoga teacher, mobility specialist, and professional dancer, Nicole Shaka. Nicole, hi. hi. How are you? I'm hugging you through the computer. I wish I could give you just like a massive hug right now. I really miss you. How are you? I'm great. Yay. Chat with you. I'm so excited to have you here with me to talk about your word of the day. So, for anyone that's listening right now, as you may know or may not know, I ask each interviewee if there's a word that resonates with them. And Nicole pretty quickly knew exactly what her word was, and it was resilience. So, we're going to jump right into this here about resilience. So, I want to know in terms of resilience, what does this mean to you? And how has this been part of your wellness in your life? Um, well, I would say from a young age, I, I started dancing at the age of two and I learned pretty quickly that if you don't adapt, um, you get left behind. So I had to figure out ways because that was my passion. Like I wanted to be a dancer. I also want to be an astronaut and interior designer, but I couldn't add. So those things were like off the table. I had to just stick with dancing. <laughs> so I was like, okay, pa- the, the passion it is. But I figured out um, watching the better dancers at my studio that you had to adapt to all styles. You had to challenge your body in all ways and you had to keep learning. So I think instinctively, not to mention my parents were really brilliant examples of that and models of that my entire life, but I, I absorbed it unconsciously. And then when it started to really play out in my twenties and as I grew up, I'm like, Oh, this is what it means. You just keep learning, right? Like you're right. going to get hit in the face. Are we allowed to swear on this or am I going to keep sure. it? Sure. Sure. No. Cause you don't have a filthy mouth. I'm going to try and just keep it clean. Um, go for it. Girl. You, you, okay. But you get hit in the face with the, with the balls of fire and then you got to figure out, you know, what's your next move. So I love the word resilience because I think it applies to every single human being, like from, di- from your human genome, all the way down to your life decisions, all the way down to like 2020. I mean, I'm in my tie dye. I've succumbed. I'm wearing tie dye. I have a <laughs> whole slew upstairs. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's great. I think we all have tie-dye right now, and I think there's probably not going to be enough of it like through the end of the year. It's going to keep coming. Save us. I'll buy more. Yes. Yeah, it might. Maybe it will. Who knows? I love it. Um, so back to resilience and how it pertains to life in general. Do you have any sort of tips and tricks that you've learned along the way that have helped you be more resilient when these you know, adversities or difficulties come into play in any shape or form in life? Yeah. Um, gosh, that's a great question. Off the top of my head, I would say a routine. So my meditation routine, my ice cold shower routine, my reading routine, my bedtime routine. I don't 
I don't F with those. Like I stick with them and, and part of them for different reasons, right? I go to bed at the same time almost every single night because I know that I function more optimally when I've gotten exactly seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. Like that is my sweet spot. Um, I'm constantly reading because it just changes the neural pathways in your brain, right? So I can approach problems differently. I can be more creative. I can be, you just come up with um, ideas that maybe were written in a book or maybe they were just spurred on because your mind has been opened, you know? Mm -hmm. The cold shower therapy, I do that every single day. What, can, we, can you expand on this? What? Can you expand on the cold shower therapy? I feel like that's one I have not, unless it's like a boiling hot day. I don't really, I don't really tool with that. I purposefully take um, 90 second cold showers every single day. Um, it actually shifts. It teaches the mitochondria in your body to adapt and to metabolize faster as well as become more resilient. It's really an incredible thing that happens on um, the cellular level when you put your body through immense suffering like that for a short period of time. Um, there's tons of, the, I mean, uh, Dave Asprey's book, Superhuman. Um, there's, there's a ton of books that can kind of elaborate further. Brian McKenzie and his Boundless book, like they talk about the importance of that. And they always are either in an ice bath or taking cold showers. And it makes you stronger. Like you get in that shower and you're like, I'm going to put up with this. Right. But I can put up with the traffic or the pandemic. You know? <laughs> or zombies. I don't know. The apocalypse. <laughs> I love it. Um, that is so that's so amazing. I think for anyone that's listening right now, what Nicole is saying is so on point is having a routine, which really when you think about it, by having this routine that you stick to, you do build up strength over time, right? Um, and now have you always been a resilient person? I know you said you started dancing at two years old, but I'm looking at my child who's three and I mean, yes, she's very resilient. Like to her, she's like, ha zombies are coming in. There's like fires everywhere, but you know, it's still unicorns and rainbows at her in her mind right now. So what are some, you know, like, when do you remember being re like becoming resilient? When I was 19, I was teaching dance and, and this is a horrible story, but we're just going to go there. Um, one of my students I had, a, I had a small group, a, a competitive group of girls that were nine and 10 years old and they were pretty incredible. And I was just like relentless with them. I'm like, here's the, I'm like, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between real and pretense. You have to start believing right now. <laughs> right? And now everyone that's listening, Nicole, Nicole helps me to like unwind and calm down. So hearing her say this is just, it's just beautiful. <laughs> I really have a lovely energy inside. It's, it doesn't always it's not always the first personality to come out. Um, anywho, they were very talented. And I was a firm believer because I was already in the mix at that point. Like in my, at 19 or 20, I knew I was moving to Los Angeles. I knew I had to conquer some big stuff. So I'm like reading, I would listen to, um, oh my God, it was, I would listen to Wayne Dyer. Oh yeah. And I would listen to like repetitive, positive mantras on a, on a cassette tape. Cause that happened. Cause it did. Cause I'm 27. <laughs> um, and I, so it was, a, this, I'm laughing now, but this is a serious story. So one of the students, um, her adoptive mother that she lived with dropped her off at the studio and it was a very precarious, a very strange event. She, she was a weird lady. Like she, she something was just off and she handed her daughter like an envelope, which turned out to be $10,000, went home, committed suicide. I was the one at 19 who had to tell S S Sam, 
what happened. And I remember in this moment, the studio owner wasn't there. She came, she drove to the studio because I called her immediately once we figured out what actually happened. But I remember in this moment thinking, this is the most formative moment of this girl's life and I have no playbook for her. I have no playbook for myself. I don't know how to speak about this. I don't know how to address this and cushion it for her. I didn't know what to do. And I, after that event, because I was 19, I wasn't even 20. I might've been 18. I just kind of dove into trauma and problem solving and learning how to build um, a sense of resilience for yourself because that's what that child needed. And I didn't have it. I didn't know what to do besides hold her. And it, it was a mess. It was a mess, obviously. She's turned out to be like, I think she's like a news anchor. She's crushing life. She, just a really beautiful testament to how people can turn things around. But in that moment, it was a real eye opener for me that I just didn't, I needed to be as tough as I could be. And not only for myself, but for other people that might need me. And that's where I think that was the the real pivotal moment. That's where things really started to shift because I, yeah. I just made a commitment to myself. So. I mean, and that like right now you definitely, I don't know for those that are listening, but you just got tears in my eyes because not only just that story in and of itself, but the word resilience to me is something that resonates so deeply because I at 18 lost my dad unexpectedly. And so similarly, you know, not, not in that same way and it's just, it, but I think for anyone that's listening right now and why I am so passionate about what I have done all these years and why I'm doing what I'm doing today right now and why I'll continue forever to do the work is because resilience, I feel, is a lifelong journey. And when we can learn to go through the shittiest things and the most painful things and still be able to wake up and show up and be there for ourselves and for each other, that's why we're here. And so, I mean, obviously that's, that's, that's where this connection is um, right now that I feel. So thank you so much for sharing that bold and really, really tough, tough time that brought that pivotal moment to you. I do feel like you are a shining example of resilience. When you ask me that word, I'm like, this kind of a Jamie word too. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is definitely, it is, it it couldn't have been a more perfect moment to be using this word. And that's why I, I like asking whoever I'm interviewing, if they have a word that's resonating with them because I think there's so there's so much to the energy that comes from that. And that's something for each person to decide. So um, when it comes to resilience, and, and now I want to ask you about this, because I think for anyone listening, and the reason I just shared what I shared is we all go through tough times. Whether you go through a tough time when you're t- 5, 2, 10, 20, 50, some people have a really you know seemingly easy life and then life just hands them a bag of crap at you know an older age and it's really tough. And to think about being resilient and you know strap on those boots and you're going to get through this, it's like F off, how am I going to wake up in the morning when I feel like this? So with what you've learned and what you've experienced in your life, what truly do you feel like you could share with someone that's listening right now that's maybe feeling down the dumps on, I mean, there's a lot going on right now that is making people feel down in the dumps. What is something that like helps you to even be or want to be more resilient? You know, like, where does that even stem from? Um, I, I love God. I pray a lot. I'm, I meditate. I, I do feel like praying is the talking and meditation is the receiving the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, I find a lot of clarity on that. Like when I was going through my divorce and closing my fitness studio and having a newborn in the room next door, I would meditate 20 minutes a day. And then I got to the point that I would have so much clarity and so much peace during that meditation that I wanted to do it multiple times a day. 
mm-hmm. which I was a yogi before that and I practiced yoga and I, I believed in it, but it was never therapeutic in the sense that I felt like my life was dependent upon it. Right. So carving out that space for meditation along with, along with looking at your ancestors, dude, we, you're sleeping the most comfortably anyone ever has. Mm-hmm. You're functioning the most, you're living as long as anyone ever has. You have the most access to clean food, clean water than, than anyone ever has before. Right. So when we get into these hard times and we start to do the pity party, and I'm not saying it's not okay, it's definitely okay. And there's times where you have to feel that, but you also have, you have to get up. Right. Like I look at what my grandparents went through, like coming from Italy to America and like what they, yeah, that's resilience right there. And I, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that too, because I think about, I remember as a single mother with a, a newborn going, how the heck am I going to do this working full time and all this? I'm like, what am I going to do? And then I would literally think I would take a split second to feel it. And then yeah. I'd go, okay, wait, what did my great yaya do on the mountaintop in Greece when she had seven children, no running water and, yeah. you know, the freaking plagues going on? Like, it's like yeah. she figured it out. She figured it out. So if she figured it out, like, and not in a guilting way, but more in a way of, of inspiring me to go, okay, I'm not the first, I'm not the last. And, and, and I think that allows ourselves to have the space to feel things, but then to remember that you have this power deep within and to have that connection to faith, God, meditation, you know, for, to have something that you can't actually tangibly necessarily touch or see, but you feel it. It's a feeling, I think. Yeah. So that, wow, that's very powerful. And to anyone out there, if you haven't taken a meditation with Nicole, which I, that's become a regular occurrence for me. So thank you. I'll jump on and do your meditations. And, um, it's just really a great way to either set your day, to end your day, or even just take a break in between stuff and really just kind of reset the mind. Um, so now what things are you working on right now that you can share with us? Or is there any way that we can jump into some of your kin stretch classes or your meditations and all the goodies that you're doing? Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to just navigate the Zoom life. But the good news about this Zoom life is that I've been able to record that content. And any minute now, I'm launching my subscription-based and membership-based uh, website where you'll have those classes on demand. There'll be like a vault of meditations and the cars routine and a yoga flow and some, you know, um, like abs and arms type little, little blurps that you can piece together for your day and your life. And it's made me learn about technology, you know? So this is where the whole big curve. Oh yeah. I thought I knew. And then I was like, well, wait, I don't know. (laughs) There's a lot, a lot of learning, but there's resilience. (laughs) Exactly. But you know what else I forgot to mention? Like I had to learn to ask for help. That yeah. and I had to close my business, have that newborn, and get through that divorce. I had to ask for help, and it was the first time in my life where I couldn't just be like, "I'll figure it out. I'll plow my way through this." I was like, "You know, I, I can't really function." <laughs> so I had so that's been a real brilliant lesson. That kind of it, it piggybacks the resilience thing. Totally ties in. Oh my gosh, like big you hand. Figure it out yourself. Yeah. 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 Big hand to to anyone that's listening to what Nicole's saying. Like, don't think that you have to do it all on your own because you definitely do not, nor should you feel that way. Um, We're just saying, and I think to to tie on to what Nicole's saying is that bringing the awareness to 
whatever it is you that you're going through at the time and do whatever you need to do to get the support, to get the help, to get the the deep, deep, deep feeling of, okay, I'm going to be okay and this is how I could potentially be okay. And like, I mean, there's been times and maybe for you too, where I'm like, I don't really know how I'm going to get through this, but I'm going to somehow try my damn best to get through this. And then lo and behold, I get through it. Yep. You know? So that is the lesson right there. I just to keep, like, I always think about that finding Nemo Dory going, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And it's like, sometimes as simple as it is, just reminding like one foot in front of the other. Um, Okay, great. And so now would you say this year specifically, have you noticed any sort of major shifts for yourself in regards to resilience? Or has it helped you throughout this year being more resilient? Oh, yeah. I think I've had more time to actually to do what I read about and do what I talk about. Right. So I've been more consistent because I'm not driving for three hours a day in Los Angeles. I'm literally jumping from one zoom call to the next. So I have time to take my cold shower and I really, really have time to meditate. And I really do have time to go to bed at the right hour. So it's allowed me to implement even more, um, all the things that I, that I'm interested in, which I, I think is kind of a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And I, I I couldn't agree with you more on that as well, because I think this year we're all having to face this mirror, literally, figuratively, every which way. Like this mirror is just right in front of us, all fears, anxieties, everything else. So finding ways to say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Okay, today's a crap day, but maybe I'll do five minutes of meditation or maybe, you know, just something to, to really practice that uh, kind of self-care. So on this note now, as we wrap this up, what I'm going to do is a quick speed round with you. Oh, I'm nervous. So it'll be really fun and really simple. And don't think too hard about it. Um, okay, so your go-to karaoke song, go. Part in the USA, Miley Cyrus. Love it. Uh, favorite book right now? Um, I, I just finished it, Breath by James Nestor. Yes. Uh, what song always gets you dancing? Um, anything by Fleetwood Mac, anything, anything. Love it. Tacos or pizza? Ooh, pizza, pizza. Okay. Favorite smell? Uh, sandalwood or musk or something, like white musk. Okay, love it. Favorite sound? My kid laughing. Mm. And do you have any sort of funny or strange celebrity moments? Wow. We're just really great. <laughs> um, it's funnier strange celebrity moments. Uh, I, I mean, come on, Nicole. Or great or inspirational. Um, sure. I, I trained Jennifer Aniston and she is one of the hardest working, most committed individuals. Like talk about resilience, dude. She shows up. I mean, I've been at her house during all sorts of personal things that she's experienced in the news or in real life. And she just shows up hundred percent with the best attitude and full of gratitude. So it's, that's very inspiring. Yeah. And that leads me right into my next question. Most inspirational person in your life. I mean, I guess she would be the most inspirational person. I think I've seen I think I've seen the um, the embodiment of resilience at the highest level of the game with someone that is respected and, like I said, lives in gratitude. 
treats everyone with respect. I mean, the day I met her, she hugged me like we'd known each other for 10 years and was just already emanating that kind of vibrant, brilliant, um, that energy that we all want to live. You know what I mean? We want to live in that. I love it. And honestly, I feel like you guys could totally be sisters. And she is, yes, like the the coolest. Not a lot. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of laughing going on. And yeah. That's yeah. That just seems like a party I want to be at. So <laughs> that's cool. You can always send me the invite. <laughs> but, um, but aside from that, seriously, Nicole, thank you so, so, so much for taking time today to talk with us about resilience, to share some some deep and amazing stories. And for everybody that's listening, I will be sharing Nicole Shaka's information. So be sure to go to her website. You can subscribe soon to get all of her access to videos. But in the meantime, you can join her Zoom classes, right? Yes. So everybody, be sure. Go follow her, like her, love her, because she is amazing. Nicole, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I can't wait to actually see you and hug you in real life one of these days. Someday soon. Thank you for joining me here at What's the Word? Follow us on social media with the links on the screen. And don't forget to like and share with your friend. Your support helps us grow and continue to make inspirational content. See you next time on What's the Word?